2: the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Y'all heard the here we go, Steelers. So you know it's time for oh, yeah. us to get back in the saddle. Arthur Motz, Wesley Euler, Steelers Nation Radio. More importantly, Steelers Blitz. As we continue this conversation, um about... The replacement of TJ watch productivity now that he will be missing um, potentially six or more weeks. But I did want to ask you though, West. With that being the case, man, we do know what he brings to the table. It's the reigning defense player of the year, twenty twenty and a half sacks, a good. ton of uh, TFL tackles. Oh, and he had interception as well. Let's not forget that part also. Mm-hmm. They said
0: he didn't do enough in the splash game, so he brought the splash game.
2: Yeah, yeah. So with that being the case, though, how are you going about replacing his productivity in the interim? You officially are GM for the day. Omar Khan, he's off. He took the day off. Okay. He's over there, Pimani. He's getting them a nice Stay, little sandwich. vacation day with the family. Yeah, that's what he's he, He's down on the strip. He's walking the strip. He's getting T-shirts. You know, mm-hmm. eating sushi. That's what he's doing right okay. now. All right? Am I getting this salary for the day too? No, you are not, <sighs> son of no. no that's no. all right. My my my
0: integrity, my work ethic won't be compromised. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's real simple, Arthur. I heard Motes. You get paid more to him anyways? It's real simple, Arthur Motes. Uh-huh. I'm uh I'm uh I'm just calling the Buffalo Bills and I'm saying here's a seventh round draft pick for Vaughn Miller. I mean, okay. problem solved. Okay. You know what? That might not work. So, you know Contract what? Contract
2: too big. You can't afford I'll that. I'll call
0: the Chargers, and I'll say here's a fifth rounder for Khalil Mack. Char- hey, Problem solved?
2: We got the money. Problem solved. They got new deals. We got the money for that. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. We got to find another one. Ah.
0: Uh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. How about this? How about this? How about okay. this? I'll call the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And see how much to get Mr. Smith. I mean, uh, fourth round pick. Sixth round pick. Money, though. He got a new deal, too. Money, uh, huh. uh. hmm hmm Mm-hmm. I got one. I got one. I'm going to go down to Alabama, okay. all right? And I'm just going to knock on Nick Saban's door, and I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse for Will Anderson Jr. Okay, okay, okay. You know, just so you we'll get him hey, out. I know this guy's going to win every defensive award in college okay. football this year. He's going to be a first-round pick. Let's just get him to the show early. Okay. You know? Okay. Uh, Motzy, what I'm doing is I'm standing pat. You know, you went out and you made some moves at the edge position. In the lead-up to the season. Yeah. For this reason. Because we all talked about how we weren't comfortable with the depth. Now, I think we got to a point where we were comfortable with the depth in the scope of TJ and Alex being healthy. Right. And Malik Reed being your first guy off the bench. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> this is this is why we at Nauseam talked about that edge rusher depth all preseason and all training camp. I... I don't know what move you make other than riding with what you got because I know a lot of Steelers fans out there they'll probably throw some veteran name you know some some Melvin Ingram type names D like Ford like is like the one. like D Ford, D Ford yeah, yes some guys who aren't making a ton of money mm-hmm. some guys who you know wouldn't take first round picks to get them to Pittsburgh but I just you went out and got Malik Reed for a reason if you're going to go out and you're going to get anybody now It's gonna cost. I mean, what was that
2: reason though that we got Maligri? Well,
0: maybe not to replace (laughs) T.J. Watt long term. (laughs) But because you know what the reason was is because you needed somebody else at that position group that you believed in.
2: As what though? Are you believing in him as a T.J. Viable Watt or option. as number three?
0: Well, no, but that's the thing. There's there's not a move. This is important for the fans that's to what, recognize, yeah, that's I think.
2: we trying to talk about. Yeah. There's
0: not a move right now that the Steelers could make to, and I'm using air quotes, replace T.J. Watt for the next six weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to drag prime Lawrence Taylor back out there? huh? Oh, gonna go get, you want to go get 2005 Joey Porter back out there? You want to get 2008 Debo back out there? Okay.
2: But there's no realistic move that the Steelers yes. can make right now to replace TJ Watt. But what's a better band aid, though? We like, yo, it's a gunshot wound right now. You trying mm. to give us the. the Slap a butterfly you, you, bandage you know on a gunshot yeah, wound? You, you giving us the, the have a nice day band aid. We need gauze. We need surgery, man. You, well, you know we, what your gauze and your sur- a okay, team. I'm glad you went there. You know yeah. what your gauze and your surgery is? You I'm know listening. what you need? I'm listening. You need
0: Cam Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick, Alex Highsmith to play at an A-level while T.J. Watt is out. We already
2: needed them to do that anyways before T.J. was out. That's going to need to continue. But you still haven't replaced the T.J. Watt A-plus level that made all of that justifiable. Well, I'm
0: going to take a page out of my favorite professor's book. Oh, man. All right?
2: Who's your favorite professor? Professor Motes. Oh, Lord. You know him? Yeah, oh, my favorite
0: crazy. teacher I ever had. Talk to him, crazy. talk to him every Monday. He, he is, give he, is he is crazy. Does he he gave me tests, but he's kind enough. He shows us the answer key beforehand. Oh, he so, so, right, yeah, nice. he's, he's the like best. I he's I like clutch. You know, that. you're learning and you're getting good grades. Like that's that. the that's the that's I'm the nothing
2: perfect like having <laughs> answer to the test, man. Unity, right there.
0: <laughs> last year, yeah, TJ Watt missed some time. Not this much time, but TJ Watt missed some time last year. Wasn't consecutive either. Wasn't yeah, correct. Wasn't consecutive. Yeah. But the wise Professor Moats said, you know, when, when you're down a guy like TJ Watt, mm-hmm. people like to. And, you know, you had this same conversation around Stefan Tooitt and, and Tyson Oluwalu's oh, yeah. absence last year. You don't need Isaiah Loudermilk to come out and play above his head. <laughs> that would be nice. But what you really need is when one of your star players, when one of your important cogs goes down, you need everybody else to row that boat to use the analogy that I made on Monday again here. You need Cam Hayward to be— I always be... took you for a
2: row-to-boat type of dude, man.
0: Hey. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, a lot of lakes in West Virginia. Hey, I see you missed a row-to-boat. A lot of rowing Just the boats A of boat man. I row-to-boat to campus every <laughs> single day, you know. Uphill both ways. Oh, man. Would, would, you know, if Reed comes out and he's dynamite and he has, you know, six sacks in seven games or something like that, a couple splash plays solid in the run game, would that be great? Absolutely. But you know what would be better? You know what would help the absence of T.J. Watt even more is if Micah Fitzpatrick's an A, if Cam Hayward's an A, if Alex Highsmith continues to do what we saw him do, if Miles Jack plays at a high level. Those things, to me, are how you, how you really overcome injuries. You know, when I, – I we mentioned their names in the first segment of the show. Mm-hmm. When Sidney Crosby or Evgeny Malkin go out and miss time, everyone's not saying, oh, Josh Archibald, the fourth-line center that they just called up it's from Wilkes-Barre. Time. It's, his, it's time. his time. baby. No, you're saying Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang, Jake Gensel, you other guys. you got to carry the load here. You've got to be on every single night until we get this guy back. It's a lot of pressure, but honestly, that's how you overcome substantial losses like this. Minka, Cam, Miles Jack, Alex Highsmith, Larry Ogan Joby, who had himself a nice, nice did. nice first outing in the black and gold. You need those guys to play at a high level. And then you hope you get, you know, nice performances from Reed, and that's how you're able to keep this thing moving. But you know, when the captain of the
2: ship goes down, you don't ask the stewardess to pick up the slack. Come on, man. I've seen all those movies, man. When the captain goes down, they get a random person out the crowd, and they just fly the plane and magically land the plane, and it's like the smoothest landing ever. When your chef calls in sick. I've seen Ratatouille. You can get a rat to come out the back, and he can get you gourmet pasta. He can get you rigatoni. His bolognese, oh, my God, is to die for. And you would expect it to be too cheesy, but it's not.
0: I love that movie. (laughs) It's a dope movie. I I can't help it, bro. It's a dope movie. When the when the when the when the chef goes right, when the when the chef gets sick, when it's the middle of January and your and your head chef gets the flu and he needs a few days off. You don't go and grab the bus boy and say, hey, go make me some filet mignon. Hey, hey next you- man up. You get the sous chef and you say, hey, buddy, now it's
2: your time to shine. Nope, nope. I'm going over there to the, to the doorman. Hey, hey, valet. Next man up, baby. I need you in the back. <laughs> valet, hey. t- take that red jacket. off. go we'll get this apron, hey, baby. It's can time. You, can you make
0: me a nice vodka sauce and some hey. penne here for table 12? I'm looking for medium plus. Don't get it wrong, all right? Let's go. <laughs> That's 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 what it's got to be and it puts an onus on those guys who already carry their weight mm-hmm. who already do their share of rowing that boat but you just you just need that to continue you you don't ask you know um you don't ask you what don't, the Steelers could do for you you ask yourself what, what you can you do, do for the Steelers for the Pittsburgh Steelers and we need you to step it up when you know when you're when your barber's out you go. You go to the person to do you that. Sweep up the floor. You don't go to the person that's sweeping yeah, up the floor and ask for your you shaper. You say, "Yo,
2: it's, it's your time now. Get that razor off. <laughs> Get me right, high and tight, baby." <laughs> how many different? How many different analogies? <laughs> workplace analogies?
0: <laughs> can I make here? When the president of the United States goes down, we go. You to don't the turn to the governor of Arkansas and say, "It's your turn, baby." No, 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 you no, go no. to The vice president. Uh,
2: uh-uh. I'm looking for the local. I'm looking for the local chairman. All right? I'm looking for that school board director, and I'm saying, "Hey, man, it's your time." If you could run this, if you could run South Fair School District, well, hey man, you could run this country. I believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> Go out there and be a gamer. Hey, you're the president of the local school board. Right.
0: Uh, why don't you just run the country here for the All next right. couple months? while we hey, figure this man, out? Hey man, you got
2: this. I believe in you. Don't <laughs> seek comfort either. Okay, don't blink. Cut your eyelids off. Yeah, that's how you talk to him, man. I got this. You need your A
0: plus players to be A plus mm-hmm. players, and that's how you tread water long enough. So that when TJ Watt returns, you everything you want is still
2: attainable in front of you. In all seriousness, you are right. I just like to give you a hard time because it's more fun fun that way. That was fun, um, but hey, man, you do have to lean on those guys when you're talking about Alex Highsmith, when you're talking about Cam Hayward, Mika Fitzpatrick. um, I would also venture out to the corners as well because now you're going to be asking them to cover a little bit longer. It's a difference when you're having the pass rush at its full capacity, TJ, Cam Hayward, Larry Ogunjobi, Highsmith playing the way that he was playing, that makes it a lot easier of a matchup for you when you're talking Levi Kello and Cam Sutton versus the trio that we just saw. And even then, we still could see some of the impact that those guys were having, more importantly, Jamar Chase. So with that, man, now we're going to be asking all those guys, hey, you're going to have to pick up the slack a little bit. The people that I'm not going to turn to, though, and ask them to do more, I'm not looking at Devin. I'm not looking at Miles Jack. I'm not looking at uh, Chris Wormley, Isaiah Milk. I'm not looking mm-hmm. at Malik Reed, Jameer Jones either. I'm telling them, do what you're supposed to do. Just do your job. Mm-hmm. Because what I can't have happen is you guys trying to do too much, and now you're causing the integrity of our defense 100%. to be compromised. 100%. I need my A players that are familiar with this defense, that know the intricacies of this defense, to be the guys to do a little bit more. But the rest of you guys, just do your job. If you just do your job, everything else takes care of itself. But you have to have that fine balance. And that's the thing that knowing Coach Tomlin, man, he's going to communicate that because this is what he's done in the past. This is how he operates in these type of scenarios. The guys that need to step up more, he steps up more, or he talks to those guys about stepping up more. I remember even on offense when Ben Roethlisberger went down, he wasn't going to Landry Jones saying, "Hey Landry, I need it from you this week. You got to be the guy this week." No, he looked at that offensive line. He said, "Look, man, you guys got to protect longer, but more importantly, we have to be dominant in the run game because that's gonna ke- that's gonna keep Landry from being exposed to more negativity." Hmm. So it's gonna be similar conversations happen on the defensive side of the ball hey, man, we got to be great with our disguise. We have to be great against the run. We have to be great in these elements of the game because that is going to protect us from being in these situations where our corners and this back end could potentially be harmed. And then because you, you don't you want to minimize damage, right? Yeah, but you don't want it. And the, and the reason why you have to at first go with Highsmith, Cam, and, um, and Larry Ogunjobi is because you don't want to change up the whole integrity of your defense. We generated a ton of pressure organically this past game. And even on some of the calls that looked like blitzes, they weren't blitzes. It was just cover one, and they were just hugging their guys because they could do that, right? But when you're talking about why you can do that, it's because of the organic pressure that was generated up front between Heisman, between Cam, between TJ, between Larry. Now, if that's not happening consistently enough going forward, the alternative is blitzing. Hmm. blitzing puts your back end in harm's way yes it does that's what you don't want to have happen so that's ultimately why for me seeing with those guys that we just talked about up front those three guys in particular this is a huge week for me man because i need to know can you guys hold this weight i give you two weeks and after that i'm asking myself okay do i need to go out there and now that d4 that we mentioned now okay is there another play out there that potentially makes sense That's kind of my approach with it because I'm not going to punt on the season. Every season is unique in its own right. And you don't have to have Hall of Fame quarterbacks to win Super Bowls. We've already seen that as well. But for me, I'm a two-week guy before I'm over here saying, (laughs) all right, we need to make some adjustments because this isn't going to cut it. But I do want to give the guys that are currently in-house an opportunity because I think Alex Highsmith has definitely earned that opportunity based on what he did last year, but more importantly, what he did last week. He wasn't going against a scrub. This was still a first-round draft pick. Still a dude that's going to be a starting left tackle for at least, you know, two more years, three more years, barring injuries. Mm -hmm. And Highsmith was at his neck from start to finish.
0: Yes, he was. He had a great game. From
2: start to finish. Yeah.
0: I know a lot of people have pointed that out, but it's also been lost in some of the Minka Absolutely.
2: and TJ conversation. Absolutely, and then some of the detail that went into some of that stuff, man. That was the other part for me, man. When I was looking at Highsmith, Cause, you know, I'm a, fo- I'm, a fo- I'm a football junkie. You and all 22 man. junkie. You, you know, you know, I, I Oh, down. I know you've been breaking you it know, down. I'm gonna cut the tape on and I'm gonna break it down. And I'm gonna highlight it. You break know, breaking down. And he was one of those dudes for me, man. Watching him, I'm just like. Yo, this guy's taking that next step. Not necessarily in athletic ability, but more so in confidence, more so in understanding, more so in trust. And seeing those around him trusting him as well. That to me is so significant. But I'm a two to three week guy before I'm going shot. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm with you too. And I know, listen, that's that's tough for a lot of fans to stomach because it's the National Football League. There's only seventeen games a year one game a week, you know. I think I said this on Monday, football is the sport more than any others. Every single week we pop the hood, we diagnose, right? We, we, we look under the, every little different detail and minutia and this and that and we treat every play and every snap and every series and every quarter and every game like it's life or death. That's what we do as football fans. That's part of the nature of the beast. That's why every week, Matt, you know, it's the only sport where truly every week, every game matters. Every
1: week matters.
0: All right. The Pirates say that. The Penguins say that. But they've got 3,000 other opportunities whenever they lose on a Tuesday night. No exaggeration. They do. <laughs> the, the Steelers, the NFL, college football as well, too. Not so much. Um, but you you have to have a little bit of a wait-and-see approach. Yeah. I'm with you. I think two weeks is... About the right time. You get a home game against New England, then you get the short week on the road against Cleveland. Then you'll have, you know, ten days or so there to evaluate things before your before your next game, before you roll into October. There's there's no perfect answer here. There's no easy solution. There's not. I mean, you just you you just lost the defensive player of the year who had a heck of a week one performance. Um, but you also have to you gotta be realistic. You can't kind of Lose the forest through the trees type thing. You've got to trust your guys that you have in place and and give it at least some time to see how this all formulates before you you know do anything drastic. Yeah,
2: I would definitely agree. Um, but we did technically already go shop, That's a good point. And we technically did go to Alabama and get us a guy. Oh, Will Anderson Jr.? Well, Anderson is his last name. How about that? Close enough. Close enough. So the Pittsburgh Steelers, they did bring in Ryan Anderson, who was a uh, second-round draft pick out of the University of Alabama in the 2017 NFL draft. To the Washington Commanders, which they're currently named. Obviously, they weren't named that in 2017. Were they still the Redskins in 2017? I think so, yeah. Okay, I was like, because they had like three four changes in this. I was like, it was one of them names back they they'd be changing yeah. their
0: name like uh, they, they, like they... a Beyonce no, like, wardrobe change dude.
2: at a concert. Seriously, I was like, which year was that one? Which year was this one? Okay, so yes, they uh, they drafted him in 2017. <gasps> That's how you They've had three different names since he's been drafted. <laughs> no, like they legit have, dude. That's <laughs> You think I'm playing? I was over. I, I literally was like, "Yo," because they have the name the Commanders. I'm like, they weren't the Commanders in 17, but I'm like, I don't know when they, they switched that name. <laughs> they have they have changed their team name more in my lifetime than the yeah. Steelers have
0: retired jersey numbers.
2: How about That's that? The truth, man. How about that? I like it. I like it. But uh, Ryan Anderson, he was uh like I said, second round draft pick in 2017 to uh, the Commanders. Played uh, 52 games, started for 78 tackles in his career, seven for loss. Um Six sacks is the most important part. And obviously he has like some other little miscellaneous stats, formable recoveries, PBU, stuff like that. But um watching him on tape, good player against the run, um, physical player. That's the Alabama staple for mm-hmm. outside mm-hmm. linebacker DN types. Roll tight. Big physical will play the run, fundamentally sound, seven technique, set the edge. Um, when he wins in his pass rush, it's more so from effort than it is necessarily skill. Um, think of the difference of a Cam Hayward versus a uh, Chris Wormley. Wormley still has seven and a half sacks last year. Cam, we obviously know what he was able to do. But watch how they generate their sacks and how they win is night and day. Cam is a true one-on-one pass rush specialist. He's going <laughs> to win it with his bull rush. He's going to win it with, you know, overpowering guys and beating them to the inside. With Wormley, he's not necessarily winning one-on-ones, but he'll get vertical through a B gap. And if that quarterback steps up into that B, he's gonna make every play that he's supposed to make in his gap. He can run games. Him and TJ Watt, their T E, their uh tackle end, end tackle stunts, man, they work well. Those are some of the things that Wormley brings to the table. So like I said, it's not necessarily that he's a prolific, oh, just put him out there one-on-one, he's going to
0: win. His Jimmy will beat your job. Right, yeah. but
2: he's a guy that when you talk effort, you talk about always being in the right position. Just by him doing those things, he's going to make plays. And when I watch Ryan Anderson on tape at the NFL level, especially when he was in Washington, a lot of his productivity in terms of sacks came from that type of stuff. So, like I said, still good player. Um, I don't think that he's – more athletic than Alex Highsmith. I don't think he has a, sure, a sure. quicker first step than Alex Highsmith. I think that he is – I think he's a stronger player than Highsmith, but Highsmith is just more explosive. He's the better athlete. So, obviously, that's why I have a lot more optimism about him, you know. But I can understand why Ryan was drafted in the second round. And ultimately, when you're talking about us losing to T.J. Watt and we're looking for replacements, why he would potentially be intriguing as well because he could at least – Band-aid the run game element of it.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and kept, that's
2: important. You know, and you definitely need that because we talked about the difference between a pass rusher and a run stopper. Derek Tuska, and then we had um oh my goodness, Cassius Marsh. Cassius Marsh. Yep. Derek Tuska is the run stopper, but you knew he was gonna be very limited rushing the passer. So people would complain about that. Cassius Marsh could rush the passer. He was not gonna be able to stop that run. And people complained about that. So, we can see the importance of finding that balance. So, in my eyes, Ryan Anderson does give you that part. You know, he will at least take care of the run game. You need a first and second down linebacker. He gives you that. If you're keeping him out there on third downs, it's not going to necessarily be what we're accustomed to here. But he doesn't kill you either. Right. If that makes sense. I I, I think you're spot
0: on. Um, you know, he's he's a guy who was available in free agency for a reason. Um, but he's also a guy that when he's gotten some opportunity, he's made some plays. Mm-hmm. He has. Um, you know, he came into the league behind some some studs and, and Kerrigan and oh. yo boy, Preston Smith. Put some respect on it. Um, so he knows what it's like to have to carve out that role to wait for an opportunity. Um, and hey, maybe he'll come here to Pittsburgh It'll be the right fit for him. It'll be the right system for him. He will, again, have some talented guys in front of him still. Uh, We know that the Steelers, they've got some dynamite coaches on that side of the Mm -hmm. football as well, too. Uh, But, uh, again, I think, you know, ideally, we see him in spurts. He's productive. He's good against the run. And it's still Highsmith and Reed that are really kind of Carrying that torch in the meantime,
2: yeah, without a doubt. Malik Reed is definitely a dude that I anticipate, um, stepping up as well. Yeah, and he should get, I'm the ex- cra- I'm, I'm, get the first I'm excited to it. see what that looks like. Yeah. yeah, he'll get the first crack. Obviously, he played, um, he played what, uh, about 20, I was like 20 snaps, 20, 30 snaps Couple on, dozen. Uh, on yeah. Sunday, man. So, even with that, man, like I said, I definitely like that and just his overall productivity, man, from his time in Denver. Uh, Malik Reed is definitely a good player. And, like I said, not TJ Watt. I don't think that Malik is better than Alex Heisman, but Malik is definitely a good player. I think that Malik and if you're talking Ryan Anderson, you still feel a certain level of comfort with them because they are veterans. They have done this before. It's just you know they're going to have limitations when you're comparing them to TJ. Yeah, Or I trying mean, to just figure out ways no to, doubt. like I said, because you're never going to replace them, but at least minimize the drop-off.
0: We're just saying it's just taking most people, I man. Got, I got a way to replace him. Mm-hmm. Just call up the Niners. Seventh-round pick for Nick Bosa. Uh-huh. Problem solved.
2: No, he got the new contract. All Some new contracts, it. bro. Come on, man. I need someone on their rookie deals. Yeah, skill. man. You need
0: rookie deals. Oh, I got us. I got us. Go. I got us. Yeah. Call the Cowboys. Okay. Mason Rudolph from Micah Minkif- for Or for, for Micah Minkif- but Mason oh, Rudolph right? from Micah Parsons. <laughs> Dang it, I messed up the joke. I, I just ruined the punchline there. I had the setup, and I just... Flubbed it.
2: He couldn't help. It. He was too excited. That Bill Bucknered it. It was right he there was in front of excited, me. It went between man. my legs. He was too excited. Jason
0: Rudolph for Michael <laughs> <laughs> oh No, let's let's. You know what? I'm excited for for Alex Highsmith. I am. He year number three, contract year, mm-hmm. had the big performance week one. I don't want to say the Bengals were taking him lightly, but now no one's gonna be overlooking Alex man. Highsmith the rest of the way. Let's 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 continue that. Um and that will, you know, if, if Highsmith is able to to have that dog in him week in and week out, that'll go a long way too to, you know, to again treading water and staying afloat and still playing good football while you're waiting to get TJ back. Absolutely, man.
2: And um I want to say that yeah, and I'm with you, the Bengals, they weren't sleeping on them. They were trying to see if all of our guys could win one-on-one. So <laughs> right, I, right. It was a ton of just single blocks, which was crazy to me when I'm watching rookie fourth-round Cordell Volson single block Cam Hayward. I'm like, y'all have lost your minds. But the performance looked like it was supposed to. <laughs> if you're blocking R D line single block for that much in the game, it should look like how it looked in their backfield, especially when our our Come our front now. is predicated yeah. on
0: on wreaking that havoc. Absolutely,
2: yeah, absolutely. So I was more surprised that they did that approach than anything else, man. Good luck. Yeah, can can New England repeat? Can can they do that too? <laughs> Come on, Belichick. I doubt it. They run a lot of two tight ends, bro. It's not happening. A lot of 12 personnel. <laughs> it's not happening. They're like, hey, we're not on that. Yeah. <laughs> we're not leaving our guys on an island. Not at all. Good not lock. at all. Not at all. But we are going to get ready to take our final break for today's show. Um, Did see some tweets coming in. Get yep. some more in because we will be hitting those heavy, heavy, heavy when we get back from break. Keeping the conversation rolling, though. Let us know your thoughts on, you know, T.J. Watt, man. Him being out, are you bringing him back fast? Are you taking your time with him pre-buy week, post-buy week? And how are you replacing his productivity? Going shopping or are we staying in-house? Let us know on the Twitter.com at DaBody52. DaBody. at Wesley Euler. here. It's Arthur and Wesley Euler on SNR.